0: Hi, I'm Patrick Kagan, your host for Sales Hindsights, a podcast conversation, or conversation, as I like to call it, that provides you the 2020 vision of hindsight to all things sales, sales management, executive leadership, and entrepreneurial ventures. So if you like what you hear and could use some one-on-one help in your own corner of the world, then send me a note to Patrick at PKListMarketing.com and let's see what the free consultation reveals for you. For right now, I invite you to join me and my high-powered guests as we conversate for your sales and business growth. Okay, thank you for tuning into our podcast, Sales Hindsights. Our continuing conversations are designed to help sales make sense, and sometimes we make life make sense. The spirit of Sales Hindsights is to have some great conversations with industry leaders in their respective areas for the last 20 to 30 years. And I like to call them my friends. I'm very proud to have them in my circle of influence. And our mission is to assist on several levels and within several topics. Joining me today is Kelly O'Malley. Kelly works for the second largest independent financial broker in the United States. Uh, Kelly has enjoyed running a successful financial business independently for over 20 years. And she has clients who are extremely happy, enjoying um, a ninety-seven to ninety-nine percent retention rate of her customers, when her industry only runs at an average of about seventy percent. So Kelly's doing a phenomenal job. Kelly, did I do justice to your to your bio and what you do for a living?
1: Oh, thank you very much. Yes, that was great, Pat.
0: That's fantastic. So, I, what what really compels me um, today to talk to Kelly um, is to talk about what I call turning obstacles into stepping stones. And we all like to think that we're good at doing something like that, but when you hear Kelly's backdrop, her backstory, uh, it makes you realize that the things that we think are, are obstacles and could create burnout might be a little bit less significant, uh, and it's a really compelling story to hear. Kelly, I'll, I'll turn it over to you, and maybe you could tell us a little bit about some of the obstacles you face. On a day-to-day basis, uh, in in your personal life, and and what you choose to do, and how you choose to let that either affect or not affect your professional life.
1: Okay, great, thanks, Pat, and I really appreciate that wonderful intro. Um, you know, I guess I was single up until I was thirty-eight, um, so I was very used to being able to do whatever I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. It was awesome, and um, I was a rookie of the year my first year in business as a, you know as a financial advisor. And then my son was born two years into my financial career, Um, and he is the joy of my life. He's our only child, and he's 16 now, going to be 17, but he was born at 25 weeks. Um, So he was in the hospital for seven months. He is severely disabled. Um, He's got cerebral palsy, which um, he's got a severe version of it, so he's in a wheelchair full-time, has no use of his hands or his arms or very limited use, um, doesn't have head control control, so you have to make sure he's breathing because if his head goes too far back, his airway gets cut off. Um, he's fed through a G-tube in his stomach. He's nonverbal, but John communicates very well with his face, and he says after for yes, closes his eyes for no. So he's very social. Um, but the care of John, you know, when he was born, I was two years into my financial career, and I have the more flexible career. So my husband and I decided, you know, I was best suited to take care of him. Um, so keep in mind, going from single at 38, doing what I want, when I wanted, and then two years um, into my career, you know, John is the biggest blessing we've ever had, but we had to adjust our life. Uh, a typical day for us may start at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. John is on a ventilator at night because he can't um, breathe. It's almost like the 50-year-old's on um, only he can't ventilate his lungs, so he's on a ventilator, and if the alarm goes off, uh, letting us know he stopped breathing for whatever reason. We have to go into his room, turn up the oxygen, stimulate him, or if we can't, you know, get him breathing again, we've had to call 911 um, when we can't resuscitate him. So thank God he's okay, but, you know, if that can happen at three o'clock in the morning. So sometimes my day or my husband starts super early um, and I sleep with no problem except when the alarm goes off. <laughs> so, you know, that's, One thing, um, and just John's care in general, you know, it's about, uh, I take him to therapy one to two times a week, two to three hours a week that I make time for. He has two doctor appointments per month. He has a lot of unexpected hospitalizations that take five days to eight days at a time. So thank God I run my own business. And, you know, my husband and I have always come from the philosophy, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you deal with the attitude. Yeah. So... You know, I am just super organized, as is my husband, of making sure John's care comes first, but we also love what we do, um, and I'm a type A, and John is wonderful. He's the best thing that ever happened to us, but I need to see just a lot of progress in my life, so I tend to channel that into my work.
0: Kelly, so, it's a, it's amazing um, to it me really because, um, yeah, it's amazing to me because uh, I hear you thanking God and talking about 90% is basically on you and your husband and how you choose to look at things. Um, if, if anybody, uh, you, you know, had, had the, the, I guess the right to ask for a timeout or a free pass or a do over, it would be you, it'd be you and your husband. Um, and, and I know you both, uh, outside of work. And if you didn't tell me about John, I would never know because you two choose to be Extremely positive, and you don't. It's more than just not complaining. It's just your life. It's just the way things are to you. Mm-hmm. And parenting in general is is a challenge. Anybody who does knows uh, you would do anything for your child, and you literally not only do anything, you do everything, and you do it without complaint. But the distractions would make most people mediocre in their career, and they'd be okay with that because of what's happening. And and you've been extremely successful. Uh, in your career, I know your husband's extremely successful, and a lot of it is because you take ownership of your entire outlook um, okay. and and you choose you choose a path of success because that's what you want. and you don't really sit and and look at your circumstances and 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 come up with reasons to to be upset. Some people can't sleep at night because they're worried about a presentation they have the next morning or a meeting with their boss or a meeting with a customer. You don't sleep at night sometimes because you're keeping your son alive. That's pretty that's pretty amazing to me.
1: Yeah, it's um it, it's different than a lot of lifestyles. You know, many people in our situation, one of the spouses doesn't work outside of the home because mm-hmm. it's almost a full time job with the care and but I it feeds my soul to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um and the cool thing I'm most excited about now, you know, I've been doing this for nineteen, twenty years as a financial advisor and I've been successful, but you know, in my previous life, I was rookie of the year doing this. Mm -hmm. And although I'm successful, I never was one of the top, top performers at my company, which I had been prior to, you know, having a lot of the care for John. But um, most recently, you know, I've taken a lifestyle class that has not only improved, I mean, it improved my business by 40% in 90 days. And so, I'm really proud of that because I know I have a lot on my plate and I feel really good about my business, but I've always wanted to help more people after I had John and be a top performer, get back to kind of where I've usually been most of my professional career. And now I'm actually achieving that. And so it's exciting that, you know, you can take a lifestyle class and you can like after 20 years in business, step it up. A huge
0: notch. Well, I want to talk about that, too, because what I find is this. The the most successful people are the ones who are striving to get better and taking outside courses and and coming to companies like mine and asking for help or looking for ways. um, and, And so what amazes me beyond your story, the backstory that you just told us about, is that I said in the beginning, for 20 years... You've run what I summarized as a successful financial business, but you're dealing with people's retirement. You're dealing with company retirement plans. Mm-hmm. You maintain 99%. Now, 20 years, you think about the economic ups and downs. And you. so you are already a high achiever. Now, there are many folks in your industry that are independent. It could be financial market. It could be real estate. It could be insurance. But I, I've seen... A, a big majority of those folks adopt what I call the annuity mentality. And what I mean by that is you build up a customer base. You work really hard when you're first young. And you, like you mentioned, you're the rookie of the year. Yeah. And you're up and coming. And you build this client base. And then at some point, you put it on all autopilot because you can coast. And your customers kind of stay with you. And you kind of make a really good living and don't really have to work hard in the later years but the very few people the very rare performers they they strive to get better they want to create a new normal and you what you did was you raised the bar on yourself and you perform you you developed a new normal for you which is a higher level of income a higher level of customer satisfaction a growth in customers all the things we want in business and you did it by basically taking a life changing self improvement course and I was hoping you could share maybe the top three takeaways you, you had from taking a course like that. When you and I were talking uh, offline, I, I believe you said it was like like 75-minute uh, classes, seven classes. That's a lot of time commitment without knowing there's going to be a payoff. So, so what was the takeaway you got from all that? Hey there, podcasters. Thanks for enjoying the show. I want to now point you to our show notes. And there, I'd like you to click on the link to Instacart. If Instacart is not your new normal, then it should be. Instacart allows you to shop online at all of your favorite stores all around you. Pick items such as groceries, office supplies, even alcohol. And when you're ready, you simply involve your personal shopper to gather your items and get them to you in up to one hour. They'll even do contactless delivery. So whether you're working from home or making the commute again and your time is too valuable to shop, whether you've forgotten something at the last minute for a party and you need Instacart to take care of you, whatever the reason may be for you, Instacart should be your new normal. So click today on the link in our show notes and enjoy the convenience and the ease of your new normal, Instacart. And now, back to the podcast.
1: probably happened after the first couple classes. And keep in mind, you know, I'm a certified financial planner. I had to take a board exam. I've been doing self-improvement my whole life with licenses and retirement plans, designations, and they've all helped improve me. But this was truly life-changing because we all have so many minutes in a day. And I've really sometimes got to condense mine because of John's care. I've got to be ready for that emergency call. Mm -hmm. And what it was, the first one that was in incredible With create a see what you want board. Mm-hmm. I'm very goal-oriented and, you know, I'll have income goals and all this stuff, but it wasn't just income, right? It was more my see what I want board is, hey, what do I want to do that's fun in the future for my family, for myself, for my husband? So I would cut out pictures of, you know, we need to buy a new handicapped van. You know, I want to go to Napa with my husband. I want to go to Hawaii. We've always wanted to go for a second honeymoon. So I started by doing a, a see what you want for it. And it's split up into things that don't take much money. They do take much money, you know, things that do take more money and you just plot them there. Mm-hmm. And I see it three times a day when I wake up in the morning, when I come home from work before I go to bed. So it started to motivate me. So instead of having income goals, it was more like, Oh my God, you know, I'm in this business, you know, to basically have a better life for my family and myself. So that was the first thing I did that just got me excited because I'm like, Oh my gosh, right? But mm-hmm. a, a see what you want for it is more, it's fresh. I update it constantly because I've already, I've already hit eight goals in like six months, which is, you know, phenomenal, good lifetime
0: goals. Well, you know what I think is good about Kelly that Kelly is, is that um, you hit the goals by aiming at the rewards. And and that's something I think a lot of people miss. They make a list of goals, which are really tasks, but you have pictures of rewards and that, dry, that fuels your tank right there. So I think that's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, it just makes you more excited when you're like, okay, great. And then the money comes because you're excited about what it's going to do. Um, the second huge thing was, oh, my God, writing what you want, journaling. Mm-hmm. And this was something that was a revelation to me. Um, so we were in, you know, I was told to write about some goal I wanted to reach in the next couple of years. And I started writing about it. And then we had to visualize the goal. Hey, visualize achieving this goal in the future. In the next couple of years, what do you smell? What do you hear? Um, how do you feel when you achieve this goal? And it was actually a very personal goal to me that I got so excited about. I went on Amazon, and I bought the $9.99 five-minute journal, and I started journaling every morning. I wake up in the morning and I write down three things that are going to make today great. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the night, I take the same journal and I put, what am I grateful for what went wonderful today? Mm -hmm. By five weeks of doing this twice a day, I would jump out of bed excited because I was smoking every goal because it makes you focus on what are the biggest impacts in your business. How can you help your clients the most? Mm -hmm. Um, So that was a revelation because we all have so many minutes in the day, and I was spending them doing well, but I wanted to go to a higher level. So pretty much that journaling was my roadmap to success. I basically am excited about what I want because of my vision board, but then the journaling is what's going to help me achieve everything I want to do on that board. Mm -hmm. That was huge with accomplishing more important things first, you know, do the important things before noon. Mm -hmm. And so that, I have to say the journaling was off the charts and science backs it up. People that journal, journal twice a day, they tend to accomplish exactly what they want faster, quicker. Um, So that, that was huge. But my last one that I learned (laughs) was by far the biggest game changer. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's meditating. Um, You pretty much, you know, meditate by taking three breaths. Mm-hmm. The first breath, you just take a deep inhalation through your nose and then exhale it through your mouth, and the only thing you're focusing on is the air. And then the second breath, you do it the exact same way, deep inhalation, exhale through your mouth, but then you focus on relaxing your entire body. So by the time you get to the third breath, you do it an inhalation through the nose, exhale through the mouth, you ask yourself what you want to focus on. Mm -hmm. For example, in the morning, right after I wake up, I meditate. I take my three breaths. And on that third breath, I ask myself, what's important to do today? Mm -hmm. And what happens is when you take those first two breaths, you're erasing all the distractions going through your head. My distractions are, done medication, got to take him to therapy. Okay, what medication are we out of? Oh, my God, he woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Do I have to take him to the doctor? Now, when I wake up, I don't look at my phone. I don't think about what I've got going on unless the alarm's going off. I meditate, and I meditate about what's important to do today, and most of it's business-related. Right. And those first two breaths take all the distractions out of my head, so my inner intuition gives me what's most important. I will wake up thinking about calling a client. I will call the client, and I'm like, oh, my God, Kelly, i was thinking about calling you. Hmm. I need help with this. It is wicked. And I will do these three breaths constantly throughout the day. Before I prepare for a client meeting, I'll take these three breaths and I'll ask myself on that third breath, what's important to prepare? What's my goal for this meeting for the client? Mm -hmm. And I'll do two to three segments of these three breaths. You know, what is important to educate the client on so they understand what we're trying to accomplish? I am able to accomplish at 50% more per day, but the best part is, it's the quality of what I'm producing, because when you meditate and you tune in to your inner self, you get answers more quickly, they're faster, they're better quality, because you have no distractions going on in your head. You know, if you had a bad conversation on the phone with a client, I'll meditate and work on what's now in front of me. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It is out of control I think I was using 50% of my brain pad, to be quite honest with you, with all the distractions with John, you know, we have 50 medical supplies we have to take care of, you know, who's going to care for him tonight because we can't just have a babysitter. So I think the meditation was life changing because I used to live in fight or flight with John, right. meaning, oh my God, when's the next hospitalization? When's this? But now that I'm meditating, I clear my head out. It's almost like a, it's like a snow globe, you know, a snow globe's all busy with those you know, snow going on, but when you put it down, it's almost like taking those first two breaths. When you put the snow globe down, those first two two breaths have all the thoughts float to the bottom, so your brain has 100% capacity to focus on what you're asking it. And I ask it different things depending on what I want to focus on. You know, hey, I'm, I'm going to make a difficult client phone call. How do I want this client phone call to end? And then I'll take another two breaths and go, what's important to talk to the client about? Um, that has been off the charts. I'm I'm getting fifty percent more capacity and the quality fifty percent
0: better. I I, I, I am so impressed it. though, because I mean you know, a lot of people hear about these things or they've read about these things. Very few decide they're gonna do something about it and, and you summarized, you know, see what I want, write what I want, and meditate about what I want. And and, and it's co it's cohesive and and you've engaged more parts of your brain you've engaged the parasympathetic nervous system as well as the sympathetic nervous system so it's no longer fight or flight um, and and you're really uh, again taking ownership over your present and your future and I mean just to th- these are phenomenal takeaways and, and, and it gets me excited to hear you talk about it because these are the types of things that we bring to our clients as well it is possible it's it, it not, and nobody made you take that first step except for you. This wasn't a requirement for work, and that's what I find most folks are afraid of taking that first step. They want the results you have, but they aren't willing to necessarily go through what you went through to get to where you are. And where you are, uh, I, I think you may have said it, but I know we talked about it in, uh, in a previous conversation you've increased your business. in only 90 days by by employing these three bullet points, and I'm sure there's more to it, but no wonder you're excited about doing more of this. 40% increase, most companies don't have 10% increase, and you as an individual running a business for 20 years could have had an annuity mentality, chose to do something different and increased your business 40%. That's huge. Yeah, it's
1: similar to your class, Pat. I think that when you have a class, in a program like yours that you walk people through it and they try it in class and then they try it on their own and then there's a follow-up, hey, how'd it work? All those things were magical because if I just did one of those three things, I don't think I would have had the success, but because I was excited about my future, I was you know, focusing every single day on the important work I needed to get done, but then constantly throughout the day, I was lasering in to get the best quality out of anything I did. It was the secret sauce.
0: It is the secret sauce, and and you know, like with our with our program, we never go away. Meaning, um, if you, when you do this, you're not just taking a class or reading a book and then you're on your own. We're a lifetime partner to your success. It's an ongoing challenge. Uh, you know, most one in three individuals or companies need to have a turnaround, and about eighty five percent of them don't. But that means fifteen percent do, and when you do a turnaround, guess what? in the next year, that becomes complacency and that becomes stagnant and it doesn't have the magic and you need to reignite. And that's where it can be an ongoing help to where you continually grow, you find new challenges, and you get the excitement that that I'm hearing and feeling from you. So, I I mean, you literally have turned obstacles into stepping stones. That's the theme of today. Um, What's what's really cool, Kelly, um, I'm going to point our our listeners, to our show notes, um, because when you go to our show notes, it obviously there's easy contact us information so we can help you hopefully get the same types of results that Kelly's gotten. But Kelly recently conducted a TED Talk, and it's a phenomenal watch on YouTube. I'm going to put the link right in the show notes. I would encourage everybody, uh, watch Kelly, listen to her story, see some wonderful pictures of John and her husband, uh, and hopefully her story will inspire you to take the first step. Because if, if Kelly chooses to, to improve and 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 refuse to lose, then most everybody else out there can. Kelly, I, I'd ask hey. you, is, is there any, any one last uh, thought or words of encouragement you leave with our audience before we, we end our conversation?
1: No, I, I just think, you know, if, if you feel like you are can do better but you don't know how, you know, I, I think that's the first step. Just keep seeking until you find something that works. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, having somebody like yourself that is going to help hold their hand, who's such a good communicator and such a good motivator, I think you're a wonderful first step to help people.
0: Uh, Kelly, I totally appreciate that. Um, thanks again for joining us. Hopefully you'll join us again and we can do another deep dive. Your story is very inspiring and I appreciate your time. I know your time is very valuable.
1: Very much for your time and having me on the podcast. I appreciate it,
0: Pat. Thank you, Kelly. So that's a wrap for now, and I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation as much as I enjoyed participating in it. I look forward to hearing from you soon. I know better can be yours. Just send me a request, Patrick at pklistmarketing.com, and let's take the first step toward better days together. We're confidential, customized, and we'll set a course to redirect your energies and your results close i'm going to leave you with the words from one of my favorite musical groups rascal flats simply put my wish for you is that your life becomes all that you want it to be